Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's the one thing all great teams have in common? Great coaching. Try to suck up to me, everyone. I'm Gordon Bombay, the new hockey coach. All right, let's go! Learn me! Come on! We're Team USA, gathered from all across America. And we're going to stick together. You know why? Because we are ducks, and ducks fly together. It's the Quack Attack Podcast. Hey, everybody. He only plays football. Some preppy school gave him a scholarship as long as he doesn't play hockey. I'm Mike. That's Tommy. Hey, what's up, everyone? That's Kevin. What's up, y'all? We got a special guest today. We sent out a challenge in episode 99. That is the episode that we uh, created the Mighty Ducks football team. And we said... Whoever makes this team in Madden and plays with them, takes pictures, that kind of stuff, we would have them on. And one devout Quackalite, quickly moving up our secret Quackalite rankings, Luke Eubank did it. So Luke is on the podcast. Thanks for being here, Luke. Appreciate it. Thank you, guys. It's a great pleasure to be on the Spine Podcast. <laughs> All right. Wow. Good start. Very Good start. kind words. Very kind words. So, Luke, where are you from? I'm from uh, Michigan. Oh, whereabouts? Uh, originally from uh, Midland, Michigan. Okay, a little, little like north. north. Currently enrolled at the Northern Michigan University. Oh, out in the UP. Wait, what That's was right. the what was the hometown you said? Midland. Midland. Okay, I think I almost moved there in middle school. Like my dad was gonna be really? transferred either there or to like the Houston area, and so. Uh, could have been friends with Luke. <laughs> yeah, you missed out. You yeah. yeah, you missed out. Uh, I mean, before we get into the whole seasons and what was going on, just how, first of all, just what was your, like, Mighty Ducks introduction? How did you get into the Mighty Ducks? All that kind of stuff. Uh, well, as a kid, I watched all the movies, of course. I can't say I remember the first time I watched them, but I've seen all of them plenty of times. Uh, big hockey fan and player growing up, so of course, naturally, The Mighty Ducks is some of the greatest hockey movies of all time. So I became a, quickly became a fan of the documentaries, and then just over the years, every time they're on TV, watch the reruns, and then uh, started listening to you guys with podcasts and started getting in, into The Mighty Ducks even more. So, uh, which duck would you say you identify with the most? I'd probably say uh, Guy Germain. He's a good player, but he's a uh, stays humble and uh, doesn't whine too much and plays hard. Yes, very popular pick there. Um, just how did you find us? I think that's the question we always are curious <laughs> about. Like who who comes to us? Why do they come here? So how did you find the podcast? That's a good question. Actually, uh, uh, my brother. Older brother told me about it. He's also a good uh, Mighty Ducks fan. So he told me about it one day, and of course I had to look it up. And then uh, I think it was about a year ago, probably about September or October last year. And then I quickly binged, uh, listened to all the podcasts to catch up, and I've been listening ever since. 
Uh, shout out to Luke's brother. Yeah. Yeah. So as far as how he heard of it, I have no idea. What's your brother's name? Paul. Paul. Shout out to Paul. Yeah. We always tell people, tell your friends, tell your family members, grow it. And Paul did it. And now Luke is here on the verge of being famous. So shout out to Paul for just all getting it done. Um, it's all about that grassroots. Exactly. Exactly. That's right. Luke, any favorite moments from the Mighty Ducks? Any moments that, uh, you know, get the waterworks going for you? Uh, probably uh, D1 when uh, you got Bombay as a little kid missing the uh, penalty shot there. Quarter inch the other way would have gone in, but he puts it off the post and he loses it for his team. So that's a pretty emotional moment, I would say. Out of the documentaries, any uh, anything uh, opposite waterworks? Uh, you know, crying because you're laughing so much. Oh, uh, probably some of the uh, ridiculous hockey or lack of hockey knowledge and uh, <laughs> realism in the documentaries. But you know, so I'll chalk it up to uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot of interference going on in those hockey scenes. Uh, a lot of kids that I can't skate as well. So let's get into this. Uh, you made the Mighty Ducks in Madden. You created their jerseys and their colors and very, very well. They got the green jerseys, the purple you. pants. Um, just how long did it take you just to create this whole team? Well, hold on first. Which Madden is it? Uh, old school Madden 08. Wow. Oh, perfect. So old school. It was on like Xbox or PS2, right? Yeah, it's on my computer actually. Oh, computer. oh okay. So, uh, Even better. There we go. So how long does it take Amazon to download though? Hmm. How long does it take to create this whole team for you? Uh probably about a couple hours. Uh I started well, I was actually playing Madden while listening to uh, to uh episode ninety nine. <laughs> so I was playing while listening and then uh you guys brought up the wonderful idea of making them into a real team on Madden, so I uh Got to work on that. Probably took me a couple hours making all the players, making the jerseys, making the team. But yeah, it take a couple hours. And how many seasons have you played up to this point? Uh I've simulated most of them, and it's uh, season five right now. Season five. <laughs> yeah. Mostly, mostly simulation. So I haven't really done a whole lot of work. So okay. Um, how difficult was it for you not to just give them 99s on everything? It was very difficult because uh, you try to make it as realistic as possible for what they'd be as football players. So obviously Dave Carp is not going to be 99 overall, but, you know. Hey, like a solid uh, 52. <laughs> yeah, you know, he's pretty he's pretty low on, on the rankings there. But you guys are like guys like Fulton Reed and Portman, I had them up in the 90s, so. Um, I, I can't remember, uh, kind of when, uh, Madden started getting, uh, pretty good with like the player improvements and stuff, but, uh, which, uh, if any of the ducks, uh, kind of has improved the most in those five years. Uh, I'd probably say, uh, Mendoza he, nice. uh, became a pro bowler at free safety after a couple of seasons and, uh, he was a solid running back, so I'd say Mendoza's greatly improved over the course of a couple seasons. Now, uh, did any of the Ducks demand a trade or anything like that? 
Uh, they did not. Uh, yeah, they were all. A lot of them were uh, restricted free agents at one point, which I thought was a little. Uh, I was tempted to cut some of them, but you know, I kept them all. Is it, is it becoming uh, increasing increasingly difficult to keep them together? I mean, they've got to be yeah, getting pretty very, expensive, right? Yeah, very very much so. That gets tough when they all want bigger contracts, and I want to keep, try to keep them on the uh, team. So the salary cap starts to take some hits. That's for sure. Have you have you thought about like getting rid of the ducks who left after D one like for <laughs> the next season and then like for D three you get rid of them some more and and see how the team looks? Yeah, I could. Well, I'm not paying Dave Carp and uh, Peter Mark too much to begin with, so uh, <laughs> I'm not sure that 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 won't clear too much cap room, but might have to do that. So I just what has your strategy been in terms of like do you? keep them the starters even though you go into the next season you have opportunities to sign people or or draft people uh do you just keep them all together or do you have some interlopers in there that are are taking spots from carp and peter mark and that kind of stuff uh i try to keep them all as uh all together try to make it as realistic for the ducks as possible uh occasionally someone get hurt so i'd have some uh you know substitutes come in that were not on the ducks but to fill in, but for the most part, even if they weren't the best player on the team at the position, I tried to uh, give them some playing time. Who uh, who's gotten hurt? Uh, uh, Mendoza had some injury problems, and Guy are the top two, I would say. Mm. Mendoza had a torn Achilles that put him out for the season, so that was a little tough. Gonna hurt a speed guy. <laughs> yeah, but that was only at running back. You know, free safety Mendoza was still healthy, but. Yeah, so did you have to like create guys on offense and defense uh, just because yeah, of the way the I, game is? I have some duplicates on there, but so. Okay. So just take us through kind of what happened in those seasons. How have the Ducks been doing over these four into five years now? Uh, the Ducks have been doing pretty good, pretty consistent, not wonderful. Uh, through the first, first four seasons, they were a playoff team every year, but they were always wild card have them playing in the uh, NFC North and the uh, Bears keep uh, beating them out for the division title so mm. and then they usually lose in the wild card or divisional round of the playoffs but yeah the Chicago or Blake Bears keep beating them for the uh, <laughs> division title nice I, I guess those were some pretty good Bear teams during yeah, that they were era yeah. they were in Super Bowl in 07 yeah. it would have been yeah. the, the winter of 07 yeah, okay, the, yeah. or that January I think yeah. So you had to take out an NFL team. Which team did you replace? Uh, Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, that's oh, what I figured. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Now, are you a Vikings fan? I am not. Lions? Uh, I, I am a Lions fan. Yeah. Right away. Yeah, well, wow. that's too bad. That's, that's you're, in, you're, in, yeah. you're in good company here with uh, Mike yeah. over there. Yeah, four and three. Matt Stafford. Um, As far as the Ducks, just any. Uh, kind of standout statistical performances, any just standout season performances? Who has been doing the best for the Ducks uh, over these years here? Uh, I would say Mendoza on offense and also Reed. Uh, Reed and Mendoza usually have uh, about the same number of rushing touchdowns, but uh, Mendoza usually has about five or six times the number of yards as uh, Reed does. But uh, Reed's, you know, more of a power back, so goal line formation type of, Drill the ball home, short yardage. So, uh, 
it's a nice uh, mixture going back between the speed and the power of uh, Mendoza and Reed. And then uh, also Reed and Portman on, as the linebackers on defense have been uh, just absolutely tearing it up, being pro bowlers almost every year. So, um, so uh, I, I know you said you've been simulating a lot, but have you found your, your flying V? Have you found your go-to play? I have not. I might need to, though. <laughs> Can you can you create yeah. plays in Madden in Madden in that Madden? I can't remember. I'm not I'm not trying. You might be able to. Might have to create a fine piece. That would be amazing. <laughs> that would be impressive. I bet what you could do is maybe um if you have like a five wide receiver set, and then maybe have um just like crossing routes. Just sort of like a bunch of crossing routes or something like that, or maybe you have like the two uh, it has outside, to be like a flea flicker or something yeah, also the two though. outside guys run like deep cross ins and then the the inside receivers run like slants and so that way you're it's like uh, a giant v or, v or something yeah, like that yeah you just have like yeah. a running back run up the middle and then you'd have a v i like that everybody coming across the middle yeah i like, I like it. that and then you gotta run it every play <laughs> yes <laughs> uh on the other side just who what is the kind of the biggest weakness for this team and just how tough is it to play with them? Uh, the O-line is a little rough. Uh, <laughs> are, are they all physically accurate? Or close that? enough? Like, are, are they, like, height-wise and weight-wise? Yeah, did you make Carp, like, 5'9", 180? Uh, yeah, but, you know, kind of scaled up for a you know, full-grown. But, yeah, you know, you have the sh- shorter people are shorter and fatter, but, you know. But, yeah. Okay. Size-wise. Not the biggest O line in the in the conference, that's for sure. Just how has the quarterback been doing? Uh Gee has done pretty well. He's uh he's a good uh you know, pocket manager. Nothing amazing, but you know, it's pretty consistent. He'll stand in there, make some good throws, read some good uh plays and he's not get not gonna be the best quarterback in the league, but he's definitely uh consistent and can throw the ball well. I think that's exactly how we had cast him as such. Yeah. 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 That's kind of, yeah. Like somewhere between like Brad Johnson and... And Rob Johnson? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> so, just anything else you think we should know about this fake Mighty Ducks team? Ooh. Um... Oh, I had some... Did you uh did you get to create the stadium? Go ahead. Did you get to create the stadium? I didn't I could have, I did not. Oh, okay. I was wondering if it was in that capability. I wonder what you would name it there. Oh, that's a good the pond? The, the pond or something. Yeah. Alright. Any, anywho, go ahead. Sorry for interrupting. Yeah, but uh he does like to distribute the ball to uh, a lot of his receivers. A lot of throws to the uh Halfback, fullback, and tight end, surprisingly, with uh, Banks and uh, Jesse Hall are not the only uh, targets he goes after. He does does like to distribute the ball around, so uh, a lot of different uh, options on offense when throwing the ball, which is good to see. What kind of offense are we running? Uh, Mainly simple, a little bit of trick plays. You know, know Gordon's going to be a little uh, cheeky. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of trick plays in there. So, uh, yeah, I think when I play, usually have the trick play uh, playbook out to change it up and do what you got to do to win. All right, awesome. Any questions for us, Luke? 
Just about Money Ooh. Ducks in general. Or just about us in general. We'll answer anything pretty much. Wow. Um, how long do you think you guys, uh, how many episodes do you guys get uh, planned? Or how many? How much longer do you think this will, you can go with this? That is a good question. Um, it. I think a lot of it just depends on how many people we can get. Uh, we got a couple episodes in the hopper. We got one episode I've been working pretty hard on in the hopper. I don't know when it's going to come yeah. out. Um, I've never heard that phrase in the hopper. Is that based really? on the TV thing? No. Really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've heard like in the can or whatever, but yeah, I've heard the hopper in the hopper. I don't know. I had a boss that used to say that all the time. Yeah. So we got that. Is that a Michigan thing, Luke? Do you say in the hopper? I've not heard that expression before in Michigan. Oh mm. wow, I'm just different. <laughs> um, yeah. So I the question I don't I think it really uh, is open ended. I will say just when we have like. No guest and no real like ideas. If we're having to go through like the credits, <laughs> then maybe it's time to hang it up. Um, yeah, it does get a little hairy sometimes. Like, what are we going to talk about? But we usually come up with something. Um, and I think it just all depends on on like I said, the guests and maybe I don't know. If someone gets like a huge job and has to move. I don't know how we would deal with that. Or like has a kid or something. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, if we eventually grow up, like, <laughs> that could signal yeah, but, the end. What's, what's the likelihood of that happening? So that's a that's an excellent point, Luke. Yeah, <laughs> that's very great. unlikely. Yeah, so uh, it's there's no like set end date. We'll just try to keep it going as long as we can, and as long at as least one thousand episodes. <laughs> as long as we are still having fun here. I, I will say this: pretty much anybody we ever talk to. Um, whenever if i like bring it up and they're like oh well that sounds like cheeky and fun or whatever and and then they're like wait you have a hundred episodes uh so that's always kind of a bit of a shock value which is kind of cool yeah to have in my back pocket whenever i need to strike up a conversation with a stranger yeah <laughs> you just drop it on him yeah yeah say do you like the mighty ducks yeah and the answer is always yes yeah yeah so um yeah, I was gonna say something. I forgot what you were gonna, what I was gonna say. But let's just go to the quack question, and Luke, you can you can weigh in on the quack question here. Uh, Alrighty. If, if you're new to the quack attack, and we've gotten some new followers, you guys send us questions on Twitter hashtag quack question. You can email them in. You can send them in on Facebook if you really want to. Um, you can I don't know. Send us a letter. Yeah, you can you can mail it if you really want to. Go old school, analog yeah. style. Yeah, you send in the questions. We try to answer them. Kevin, what is the quack question today? Um, all right, this one comes from a friend of the show, uh, uh, very big one of our one of our leading quackalites on that imaginary board that uh, our secretive board that Mike was referring <laughs> yeah, to. It's not imaginary. It's, it's definitely, definitely real. It's <laughs> definitely real. Um, this one comes from uh, Jared Beasley, who's at Jared Beasley on Twitter, um, and we love Jared because he uses the the hashtag. Uh, his question is: What are your rankings of all the jerseys throughout all three films? Okay, so let's just put this in perspective. Are we using the hodgepodge d5 jerseys before they come the ducks um it's a good question i i think like as a whole yeah we can use that as kind of like 
I mean, I'm sure people kind of like the the ragtag, you know, okay. kind of. So like the fact that Goldberg's wearing a Phillies. Yeah, know, Flyers jersey. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Phillies, Flyers. Yeah, so you have that. Then you have the D5 skating duck. And then you have Team USA. And then you have the Mighty Ducks mask with the hockey sticks going across that they changed during the end. And then you have the Eden Hall jerseys. Out of those five... This is this is a good question. I I I don't I I might say I would put the skating duck number 1. What say you guys? Um I've always felt like uh the D2 when they change into the oh, you know the New Jersey's in the third period of the championship game. I've always loved that one. I'll, I'll say this. Uh when I was a kid, D2 like for sure, like yeah. far and away. But as I grow older, I think I like appreciate like the retroness of the of the the skating duck one, you know, and like the green and yellow. It's just like there's something about it that's like it's just old school, you know. It's like you would never see that now, especially those colors. You would never see that, um, like that, like that. I don't know that like muddy yellow and muddy green. Um, I don't know. I, I I but I appreciate that a lot more now. Luke, what do you think? I would have to agree. I like the uh, I like the old school look. The white ones are oh, they're clean, you know, crisp look. By yeah, I like the vintage, the uh, yellow and the green and the purple. You know, you don't ever see that color combination. Probably a good thing, but I yeah. I would say those ones would be my favorite. Okay, so we'll put that as number one. Tommy, um, real quick, the Team USA jerseys they have, and maybe this is just kind of a personal thing. Really don't like him that much. I think it's tough to really like. I've never really been like in love with like a Team USA jersey, like across. Like I guess the original Dream Team I liked, but maybe that was more like liking yeah, the Dream yeah, Team. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like, um, you don't really see a ton of national team jerseys. But like, you think back to soccer, they've had some like pretty the, shit, shitty ones. I like the golf, the Ryder Cup ones this year. What do they look like? I I honestly don't remember, but I remember <laughs> thinking. I remember thinking that I liked them. I, and, Michael put him in the show notes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, USA jersey says Hendricks all over it. I yeah, know, yeah. It's tough to like that. Yeah. Uh, so I, we I, have. I will say, I, I the the logo, the D two logo is very iconic too. As well, and I mean, especially obviously because the Anaheim Ducks yeah. used it. Um, and I, I do remember loving that, and I, I mean, even the cartoon used it and stuff, and so that kind of became like its own, like it had like its own life. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's number two. Like yeah, a clear number but, two. Yeah, okay. far and away. Okay. Any disagreements, Luke? Not at all. I agree. Okay. So number three now. I'd take the ragtag over the USA. Yeah, I like you know Charlie wearing the the golden gophers. Uh, yeah. Sweat the hoodie and. Yeah. Well, what about Eden Hall? Yeah, that's nah. That's no. that's really that's generic. I mean, that's that's like every kid. Like, I mean, uh, I don't really have any experience with the hockey right. side, but like every football jersey is like some, you know, like, oh the Steelers, they're all red and black or, or yellow and black. Like, you know, it's like that same thing. Every kid growing up has those jerseys, you know, or plays on a team that uses jerseys like that. Would that change at all if we? added some sort of theoretical jersey with the Eden Hall Mighty Ducks on it. I mean, they they reveal the logo, right? And then it's just, the, it's the old mask. Yeah. Right? It's but, the same But it's got thing. like red eyes, doesn't it, or something? Well, it's like red and So, so are we saying like the D2 jersey is just red and yellow? Or, 
or red and black, I guess. There. Yeah. Rosa. So like it would be Eden Hall's jerseys. I think, but I, with the red I, and yellow duck. I do think. I think it would be cool to have the the red and like with the green, like like an actual duck. You know, like with that. I oh. think that could be pretty cool. Um, with like the maroon and green. Um, I don't know about that. <laughs> I think I, I think it had some. It would have some potential just because it would be like reflective of an actual duck. But okay. that's just well, what I'm saying. I would take those over the USA jerseys, though. Well, man, we'll leave those out. Well, those are theoretical. The question was just about the the five jerseys in the documentaries. Uh, so number three, I mean, Luke, how do you look at the three jerseys left? Uh, which one would you prefer? Did we, we put the white one second? What's that? What was our rankings? We had the original number one. The original was number one, the D5 Skating Duck. And then the second, number two, was D2, the jerseys they changed into at the end when new yep. and old ducks unite under a new banner. And then uh, I uh, guess... I like the, uh, I like the uh, ragtag team that they have. I think that uh, reflects the most on uh, who the ducks are and that shows like where they came from before Bombay came in the picture and uh, how dedicated they were to the team with... Uh, some of them look like crop top jerseys, I think, almost, or like half cut off. So, uh, nice mixture. I like, I would say, uh, the bag tag would be my, uh, next pick. All right. That was an appropriate level of deepness. I just want to, <laughs> I just want to throw that out there. So that, so I mean, it seems like the rag tag is number three now. So now you have Eden Hall and you have the USA jerseys that say Hendricks all over it. I, yeah. I guess I'll put, I, I guess I'd put the USA over the Warriors. Yeah. I, I do the same. Look. Yep. Yep. Okay. So, just to recap here, you have at number five is the Eden Hall Warriors jersey. Uh, at number four is Team USA. The original their their jerseys that they went into the Junior Goodwill Games with. Number three is the ragtag bunch where Charlie was wearing the Gopher sweater that said like D five in tape on it and that kind of stuff. Uh, number two is the D2 Ducks jersey uh, that they whip out at the end, which created a lot of uh, sponsorship um, problems, I would say, for Tibbles, but also some good things for Tibbles. A lot of merchandise there. And number one is the original D5 Skating Duck. Uh, just how do we feel about that? And, and I guess the next question would also be, where would you put in those hypothetical jerseys we talked about? With the Eden Hall Ducks, I uh, put them th- maybe uh, third or fourth. Yeah, uh, third or fourth. I'd, third, I'd, yeah. yeah, I'd lead lean toward fourth. I mean, just because we don't really know what they look like. Yeah, maybe Kevin <laughs> will de- design some. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Uh, Luke, do you have any stats for people on hand just to just to rattle off here? Yeah, I got a couple. Um, check, pull them up. Um, the D line were surprisingly good. That that was one of my bigger shockers. I've got to mention was the defensive line was much better than I thought. With uh, usually actually the girls leading the way in the sacks on the D line with uh, Tammy and uh, Connie Moreau. Mm-hmm. Uh, be better D linemen than uh, Tommy and uh, Averman, but. <laughs> 
they were usually in the uh, double digit sack leaders for the oh, team. Wow. Nice. Uh, Tammy and uh, Connie Moreau. So. All right then. For us, go to thequackdeck.com. Go to the shop. New stuff in the shop. Kevin, what's in the shop now? Uh, new stuff in the shop. Uh, we've got some throw pillows. We've got some tote bags. Uh, we've got some tapestries. I think there's even a duvet cover in there. Maybe a shower curtain. I don't know. Go check it out. There's some uh, some interesting stuff. We still have the wall art in there. Um, Wait, like a, sh- a shower curtain? A shower curtain. Okay. Do you think I could buy that, replace it in my house, and not get a divorce? I think we can find <laughs> out. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so go check it out. Uh, it's pretty cool stuff. And uh, if you see something in there that you would like uh, to be on a throw pillow uh, or a tote bag or something, uh, just give us a shout and we can probably make that happen. Um, I don't think all of the products are available for all those uh, in there right now, but if uh, you have any special requests or anything, let us know, and we'll get that taken care of. Yeah, so deck out your entire home or apartment or dorm or whatever you're living in nowadays with all the Quack Attack merchandise, uh, Twitter, at Quack Attack Pod, Facebook.com slash Quack Attack Pod, uh, iTunes, go there, give us five stars, tell us your favorite Mighty Ducks football player, uh, Luke. Thanks for coming on. Give the people your Twitter just to, just for a shout out. Thanks for having me, guys. And uh, my Twitter is at Luke Eubank. That's L U K L U K E W B A N K. Thanks for having me on, guys. It was, a, it was an honor. Oh, no right. problem. No problem. Go follow Luke. And remember, ducks fly together. Ducks fly together. Quack, quack. Quack, quack. If you put the main Quack Attack logo on a shower curtain, I will buy it.